there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Chloe Shasha. So we've already alluded to the fact that you have pretty much spent the entirety of your post-grad professional life at TED. What has kept you so captivated over the last nine years that you've spent there? Yeah, I mean, so I, I did, at the beginning when I started TED, I was a contractor. So I did actually do a couple other things and came back to TED. Like I had a little stint on the TEDx team at TED, and then I helped launch this startup in Colorado for a summer, and then came back to the curation team. So there were like a few other experiences that I had, but definitely if, if this is an analogy of, of dating someone, this has been my long-term relationship, and the other ones were flings. Right. So, And I think what has kept me here is that in some ways, I think that the opportunity to learn about people's lives and learn what they do at, at such a level that I could actually see the specifics that would make their talk strong and then use my own love of writing and editing to actually help them communicate that. It's just, I feel like I can never be fully an expert at that. Like there's just so much to learn constantly to do that better and better. And I mean, I definitely have accepted that Technically, I am an expert because I've been doing this for a long time, but I still feel that I have so much to learn. And that drive for me has kept me here as well as the people because I just I have a lot of several people who have been incredible mentors to me over my time at TED and who are friends as well, but really have helped me shape my growth and supported me in my interests. And, you know, I've also had a lot of challenging times at TED where I felt like I was hitting a wall or was thwarted in some way. And I had to figure out how to sort of redefine my job and had to negotiate with people. And so I think there were moments when I thought I might leave, but ultimately I have found an opportunity to continue growing and, and that has kept me there. What do you think are the upsides of staying put in one organization, of staying within a single company? So I've been thinking about this a lot recently because in some ways being at a place for a long time has downsides in the sense that you can't necessarily see what needs to change. But on the flip side of that, this is the opposite of what you just asked, which is that the, the downsides are that it's easy to get attached to things that were that way before. So, well, that's how it was, right? And it's like, well, we need to change it. And so adapting to change can be more shocking, and then we just do it eventually. Whereas people who come in fresh can often offer, why are you doing that that way? That isn't necessary. 
right? And then suddenly something is made more efficient. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I really value of, of all the people who have joined over the years who have helped change the way that we do things. But what I feel really grateful for in terms of my time there is that it feels like with every year that I've gained more experience there, I spend less time trying to navigate the distractions because I'm less distracted, right? Like I'm very rooted there. So I'm able to actually focus quite deeply on the work I'm doing because I already understand a lot of the other things that can get in the way, right? Like, oh, how do I talk to that team? It's like, well, I know how to talk to that team. So that's fine. So I'll do that when I need to. I guess like some of the social and logistical barriers that can be stressful are, are less stressful to me than they might be for someone brand new. And then I also have these deeply rooted relationships with colleagues who have been there a long time as well and newer ones. And then you build trust. And I think having the trust that I feel for many people within the org is just, it's really a blessing and and it, it allows me to actually reach farther and do more. Yes. And I would imagine, Chloe, that it would also be incredibly empowering and that you might feel more confident to push yourself outside your comfort zone. Yeah, I think that's true in some ways. And I think in other ways, like I was saying earlier, because I I have unconscious attachments to things that have just have been the way they have been, I don't always think about how to stretch outside of the way that things are. And so that that is like a, a constant balance to strike and, and a push-pull dynamic that I navigate. Absolutely. And there is a wonderful story that one of your best friends from Middlebury shared in an online article about you that I read. And in it, she recounts how you founded TEDx at Middlebury in 2010 and produced the first live stream TEDx at Middlebury. And I think this is a great example of how when you follow your interests and when you listen to your heart and your brain, sometimes serendipity happens. Mm -hmm. And you ended up getting an all-expenses-paid trip out of that because a Middlebury grad from even before when I went there in 75, happened to hear that first live stream TEDx at Middlebury, actually when he was in some foreign country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he reached out to you. Yeah. I mean, he, he was involved before that too. Like he was a supporter of other extracurricular Middlebury programs and was aware of this TEDx Middlebury event happening. And so, you know, he was loosely tied to the event throughout the process, but he really changed my life by inviting me to go to that conference. And he wasn't at that one. He was in a different one. So I, I went, went there all on my own as a college senior in the spring. And that is where I met the woman who ended up hiring me at TED after I interviewed a few months later. Unbelievable. And 10 years on, TEDx Middlebury is still thriving. And there's actually a shout out to you on the TEDx Middlebury website. There Uh, is? I don't even know that. Yes. It talks about how Chloe Shasha founded TEDx in 2010. Oh, that's very sweet of them. I can, uh, I will tell them you can take that down since (laughs) 
it has grown so much since then and become such a better program. Very sweet. Well, I, I think that is so cool to think that while you were in college, you started something so powerful that is still not just there, but as you said, thriving and has grown so much since you started it. What do you think the takeaway is for our young listeners, Chloe? Well, I do think that there is, like you said earlier, a combination of serendipity and ambition involved in so many parts of our journey. And there is, I think there are definitely moments when we put a lot of effort into things and it doesn't become fruitful and it's very disappointing. But that ultimately, just because that pattern happens a few times, that it doesn't mean it will continue to happen, that getting that same energy up for other things, it really is about what we put in in terms of what we get out of it and that creating opportunities when there's a space for it by asking if something can be supported or asking if you can start something or applying for resources to do the thing if you're still in school and can apply for grants. Like all those things add up and I do think that they snowball into opportunities later if you're open to them and if timing works out, which is the serendipity part, and if you know you show your credentials that, that allow you to try out those new opportunities. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.